Welcome back to the Mercy Came Running Podcast. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you're a frequent listener, welcome back. As a reminder, we publish podcasts here every Monday morning as an encouragement to start your week, as a pick-me-up in the middle of the week, or to reflect on the week gone by. Let's get into today's scripture. It's been years since I've water skied. Now, I've done it a few times, and and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I want to say I was good at it, but there are two things you really need to be good at water skiing. Number one is access to water, and then number two is access to a boat. Now, those are two things that I've really not had access to over the past few years, so I don't know how good I'd be at it right now, but I I really loved doing it when we were doing it. but as boats rumble through the water, they, they leave a wake behind them. If you cross someone's wake, then your ride is going to be a little bumpy. Well, it's going to be a lot bumpy. Um, riding in a smooth wake allows for a great ride, a great run, and it makes you want to get up and do it again. Now, a bumpy wake or a rough ride makes it harder to really enjoy it, and you really don't know if you want to do it again. I was listening to the Entree Leadership podcast one time, and they were interviewing Dr. Henry Cloud. Now, Dr. Cloud is a, a well-known author. Uh, he's authored several books, uh, some of which I've read, like Necessary Endings. Um, and he's authored a lot of great leadership books. But he made the comment that as, as leaders, we all leave a wake behind us. Much like a boat running through the water, uh, we leave a wake wherever we go. And What happens when we're not around or after we have left determines what kind of wake we leave for others. Now, let me say that again. After we leave or when we're not around determines what kind of wake we leave for others. What kind of wake are we leaving? One way we can answer that question, according to Dr. Cloud, is to to listen to what people say after you leave. Now, I know you can't be in people's thoughts after you're gone, but it's not just when you leave a job for a new job, or how about when you leave your shift for the day, or as you're the owner of a business, what are your employees saying about you after you leave? When people look at the schedule, if you're if you have coworkers that you work with, when people look at the schedule, do they sigh and say, oh, I gotta work with that guy today? <laughs> Are they excited about getting to work and and seeing your name beside theirs? Are you creating a positive impact on those around you? Now, that doesn't mean that you're a yes man or you always go along with um, with what people say or you don't challenge others. It doesn't mean that at all. But what are your employees, what are your coworkers saying about you after you leave? I want to encourage you to leave a positive wake for those who come behind you. Leave a wake in which others want to ride. Now, I know you're asking yourself, well, Joel, how do I do that? How do I leave a positive influence on those that are going to come behind me? Well, here are a few ways. Number one, take time to grow yourself. Take time to grow yourself. Every day you need to take time to grow yourself. And I, I know that's easier said than done. It takes intentionality. It, it takes dedication. It, it takes setting goals and reaching them. One reason we don't grow as people is because we don't dedicate ourselves to do it. How do we grow ourselves? Well, first, read. Read books. Read articles. 
read blogs, read the Bible, read all of those things. Read for fun, but also read for growth. And that's one of the things that I do every year is I pick a book each month. Now, every other month, uh, I read a book for personal growth. And then every other month, I read a, what I call a trash book or a book that's just for fun. And with that, even with the fun books or the trash books, uh, I always find something, some statement in them that I can apply uh, to my life and and make a positive impact. So I read six books for growth and six trash books or tri- six books for fun. And that's how one of the ways that I, I grow myself every every day and every year is to, is to read books. And when you read books, read them, read things that are going to enhance your life or then enhance where you want to be in life. Read authors that allow you to add life to your life to your experience, add to your life experience. But not only that, read books that you don't necessarily agree with. Now, I know that kind of sounds um, ironic or kind of opposite of what we're trying to do here, but I want to give you an example. When I was in seminary, I took an Old Testament survey course. It was a I took it in a seminar form, or in other words, he gave us all the work to begin with, all the reading, all the papers, everything had to be done before we actually got to the, the week-long seminar. And so we had to do all of this reading with not much uh, interaction from our professor. He gave us the books, we read them, and then we would go to the seminar, we discuss them, we uh, we present our papers, and in that just short week. And so I picked up the books on the reading list and I kind of just dove into them. Now, partially through one of the books, I closed it, I put it down, and I almost never picked it up again. And the reason was that it challenged my point of view. It was totally opposite of how I viewed the scriptures and how I viewed my life. And I sat there and I wondered why I'd be reading something in seminary, in a seminary class that contradicted everything that we believed about the Bible and biblical interpretation, because it was totally foreign to me. And then it hit me. (laughs) Maybe the professor knew more than me. Maybe there was a method to his madness. Maybe his purpose was to introduce us to challenging views in order to grow us and to reinforce what we already knew and already believed. I picked the book back up and I finished reading it. And when we got to the week-long seminar class, I knew the professor pretty well. And so I, I called him to the side and I asked him, I said, can I ask you a question? He said, sure, absolutely. And so I said, I asked him, I said, the, the, this book that you assigned to us, what was the purpose? Because it's totally against everything that we believe about the Bible and biblical interpretation. He said, in essence, that if we never read books that challenged our views and only those that agree with our position, we might grow stagnant. Now, that's coming from a seminary professor. If we never read books that challenged us, that challenged our views, that challenged our worldviews, that challenged us in any way, we could possibly grow stagnant. And I thought about it as how true that is. When we miss those with alternate viewpoints, we miss opportunities for growth. If reading an alternative view makes you question your views about a certain position, did you really have a strong viewpoint to begin with? It's a question worth pondering. 
So grow yourself. Second, do something new. Do something you've never accomplished. Do something you've never tried but always wanted to. Do something that scares you. <laughs> Some of you might know that I'm, people call me a picky eater. I'm not a picky eater. I like what I like. However, we started uh, each month trying some different recipes and we call them our try something new recipes. And I've tried some things that I've never tried before food wise. And some things I like, some things I don't, and that's okay. I can add it to my, um, I can add it to my rep eating repertoire if I want to. And if I don't want to, that's okay too. I've also tried some new and challenging things that um, I've never tried. But I remember the first time I was always scared of roller coasters growing up because I'm scared of heights to begin with. And uh, going up those first hills and just being that far up just kind of scared me. And then one night we were at Six Flags, it was Six Flags all night. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get on a roller coaster today. I'm going to get on one. It was at night. And the best thing about it was I really couldn't see how far up I was. And the first time I rode one and I couldn't see anything, it was the best feeling in the world. And from that moment on, I have loved roller coasters. I ride them at night. I ride them in the day. I ride them all the time. When we go to Universal, that's one of the first things I want to do is ride the roller coasters because I love them. I love the thrill, and I never would have experienced it if I hadn't have tried something new. Try something new in your life. Go some, go somewhere different. Go to a restaurant you've never been before. Go to a, a, an excursion that you've never tried before, but that you've always wanted to. Do it. Try those things. Challenge yourself. Step out of your comfort zone. And try something new. And the third thing is this. Create a positive atmosphere around you. Now the scripture that I want to use today is um, it's from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And Paul says this, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. He says, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Paul says, imitate me. Do the things I do as I follow the example of Christ, as I imitate the example of Christ. Now, the Corinthians needed that information. They needed to have someone to look up to. They needed someone to uh, have to, um, uh, to pattern their lives after because they were still... Even after years of being believers, they were still kind of small in their faith. They were weak in their faith, and they needed some kind of uh, example to live up to. And Paul says, look at me. Look at my life as I look at Christ. Follow me. Imitate the things that I do. Paul wanted to create a positive uh, atmosphere around himself so that people could look at that, and they would want to follow him. And in turn, they would want to follow Jesus. What do we do when we're at work? What kind of atmosphere are we creating around ourselves? What do we do when we're out, we're out with others? What kind of atmosphere? Are we the Debbie Downer of the group? You know, there's probably always one. <laughs> and if you look around and there's three people, you look to the left and they're not. You look to the right and they're not. You might want to look to the middle. Don't be the Debbie Downer. 
be the positive person be the positive impact on people around you when people look around they see you coming to work or when they see you coming to do things when they see you in life out in out out in life do they say there comes a person that I want to be around there comes a person that I want to model my life after there's a person that I want to follow because I'm creating a positive atmosphere around me. People ask me from time to time, how do you get people to follow you? How do you really get to be a leader? Someone asked me a question, so what really is a leader? I got the wrong answer at that point, but what is a leader? A leader is someone who has followers. If you don't have any followers, you can't really call yourself a leader, can you? A leader has followers. They have people that want to follow them. And good leaders create a positive atmosphere around them. Just like Paul, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Be an example for those around you. Be an example for those who are coming after you. Be an example of the, for those who are going to be walking in your footsteps, who are going to be following you every day, who are going to be uh, looking at your example for an example to follow. Create a positive atmosphere around you. Create a wake that others want to follow in. Be the person that people would run through a brick wall for. Create a wake that people want to follow. Thank you again for joining me on the Mercy Came Running Podcast. It's my hope that it continues to be a blessing and an encouragement to your life. If you enjoy what you hear each week, share it out to your friends and family who could also benefit from hearing an encouraging word. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.